Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Magazine and sponsored by Steer. Broadcasting from the Oilfield Expert Studios. Oilfield Experts, where you get the right products right now. In the Oil Patch is where, together, we explore topics that affect us all in oil, gas, business, and in your community. Every week, your host, Kim Bellotto, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. Welcome to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. I'm your host, Kim Bellotto, and today we have a great show lined up for you. We have Stephen Boyd, Senior Managing Director for Suncoast Resources, Inc. But before we bring him on, I'd like to talk to you about our latest issue of Shell Magazine. I am definitely impressed with this issue. Shell Magazine had the opportunity to catch up with the CEO of Oasis Petroleum, Inc., Tommy News. I encourage you to go to shellmag.com, that's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com, and learn about Oasis Petroleum and Tommy News. Speaking of Shell Magazine, I want to talk to you about our fourth annual State of Energy Luncheon happening on August 29th in beautiful Corpus Christi, Texas. Come on down to Corpus Christi, enjoy a little bit of the sea breeze and learn a lot about oil and gas. Um, We are currently right now looking for sponsors and of course ticket sales uh, are going. It will be a sold out event. So if you're interested in coming to Corpus Christi on August 29th and being a part of Shell Magazine's State of Energy and learning all about what's going on in the Corpus Christi area as well as the Permian Basin area, I encourage you to visit shellmag.com, that's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com to uh, learn more and of course purchase tickets to attend. Be sure to join us the night before on August 28th at 6.30 p.m. at the beautiful Omni Hotel in Corpus Christi, Texas. We will enjoy an amazing networking mixer with plenty of drinks and delicious hors d'oeuvres. On hand will be Suncoast Resources and Marathon Oil. So come join us on August 28th at 6.30 p.m. at the beautiful Omni Hotel in Corpus Christi. For more information, go to shale, S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G dot com slash S-O-E. Be sure to bring plenty of business cards and I look forward to seeing you there. You know, our show airs in all markets in Texas, uh, primarily in Houston and Austin, San Antonio, Permian Basin area, Corpus Christi. And there's a nonprofit out there called Future of the Region of South Texas. It actually is covering 47 counties in South Texas that they look at what is in the best interest for South Texas in areas of transportation, water, oil and gas, border issues, you name it. And this year, their conference will be held in Laredo on September 12th at the Texas A&M International University Student Center. I encourage you, if you want to be involved, if you're living in South Texas, this is a conference for you. Um, And I truly hope that you will get involved. If you um, want to make a difference in where you're living, this is the conference for you to attend. But for more information, visit future region stx.org and i hope to see you there but now it's time to bring on our resident energy expert and editor of shell magazine david blackman david welcome back this week 
hey, it's another beautiful day in Texas. You've got that right. The weather is just perfect. A little warm, but it's perfect. Um, I want to jump into things because, uh, you know, we hear a lot about Permian Basin all the time. It's the biggest, most active shell play in the United States right now. And they're starting to have some issues with the uh, infrastructure and the Houston Post ran an article this week projecting that the Permian Basin pipeline shortage is going to last now potentially for into 2020. Can you tell me what's going on with that? What's happening out there? Well, it, it, and a lot of it's speculation. I mean, I think we, we have to, to remember some of this is specula- speculative writing, but uh, it, it's basically based on the thought that these uh, steel tariffs are going to delay some of these pipeline projects that are in the planning stages, pre-construction stages. You know, there's several that are already being built that are scheduled to be opened up uh, during 2019. But, for example, Plains All-American has a project. um, I think they call it the Cactus II project. It was going to bring or is going to bring almost 600,000 barrels of oil a day from the Permian down to Corpus Christi. Uh, there's a process uh, that the administration set up for filing for an exemption from these steel tariffs. And if you can demonstrate that the steel that you're using in your project, whether it's a pipeline or whatever it is, uh, isn't manufactured anywhere in the United States, then you can get an exemption from these tariffs. And a couple of pipeline companies have successfully done that already. But uh, Plains All-Americans application uh, under those rules was rejected last week. And I think that's really what, you know, generated this article and uh, and a couple of other pieces in the media I saw about that and speculating that, well, you know, this could delay that build up, build out of all this pipeline capacity. And so, yeah, there's some validity to that. If, if the administration rejects uh, several more of these applications, uh, for these big projects, then yeah, it could could extend into to, to twenty twenty. Well, that's not good and and uh, kind of interesting. Not to mention, uh, I attended a seminar not too long ago, like I guess maybe a month or so ago, and they were talking about all of the new regulation that's going to come in and affect the pipelines in the sense that, like in Eagle Ford alone, we'll have twenty new endangered species coming online, which is going to cause havoc. And then there was all kinds of regulations that pipelines have to work with between the government, between the Corps of Engineers, and then you have the endangered species, and then you have more regulation coming on. Yeah, one of these shows soon, we should talk about the need to reform the Endangered Species Act. I I could spend a whole hour on that. That sounds like a plan. But (laughs) I also wanted to talk about an analyst from the Brattle Group says that he thinks that oil prices could rise to $400 a barrel by 2020. Now, is that really possible? Well, I don't think so, and and I think uh, the the reasoning uh, that they're using is kind of suspect. Um, you know, the, the thing about it is, uh, I do think that because of the lack of investment in major, big, gigantic projects uh, that did not take place from 2014 through about the end of 2016 into 2017, there was hundreds of billions of dollars of foregone investments in the oil and gas industry to find new production. And I do think that that's going to come back to haunt us in the coming years, and we will end up with uh, a very difficult supply and demand situation where crude oil is concerned. Um, and so we could see the price get back up into the $900 range in around 2020, 2021. Uh, his thesis is, well, if, you did, if that happens, 
uh, that's going to cause a major economic depression. But then he says that's going to cause the price to go up to $400 a barrel. Well, I mean, I, I don't even, that doesn't make any sense uh, because if you, if you go into a, a depression, what that what's going to happen is you're going to kill demand. Yeah, I mean, you're going to kill supply to some extent because some companies are going to go out of business because of hard economic times, if that happens. But you're also going to kill demand for the product. So, I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, we see wild speculation like this all the time. I do think that lack of investment a few years back, all those foregone investments will come back to haunt us uh, globally with crude oil prices several years down the road. Well, if it gets to 400, that seems just absolutely a crazy number in reference to when I think about what was yeah. going on when it was a hundred dollars and, and it was just right. uh, un- unsustainable. It was unbelievable how, how things were going. And uh, so this would just be a, a totally different, completely different ball game. Really quick. The uh, tweet from president Trump to the Iran ruler, Rani, mm-hmm. that was very interesting. It, it was very interesting. And you know, what was so interesting to me was, that here you had two uh, world leaders. One is in the Middle East, one of the major oil producers in the Middle East. One is the United States of America, exchanging these hostile tweets towards one another. Uh, and so uh, maybe it's lucky to have it on Saturday because what happened was the oil market did not react to it even a little bit. I mean, literally, people were speculating the price of crude oil might go up $10 a barrel this week just because of those tweets. Well, the market didn't react to that at all which tells you, kind of tells you that the market just doesn't pay much attention to Twitter. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is all the time we have for this show. I look forward to having you on next week when you can get us caught up with more politics and oil. So until next week, David, thanks for being on the show. Great. I'll look forward to it. And with that, we do have to take a quick break. But when we return, Stephen Boyd, the Senior Managing Director for Suncoast Resources, will be joining us in studio. And you're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. In the Oil Patch Radio Show is proud to bring you this week's Energy Minute produced by shalemag.com. Here's Texas Railroad Commissioner Ryan Sitton with your current industry update. This is Texas Railroad Commissioner Ryan Sitton with your Energy Minute. Yesterday, the Energy Information Administration released a weekly report that showed U.S. inventories of crude oil fell by a hefty 6.1 million barrels to 405 million barrels total. Analysts surveyed by the Wall Street Journal were expecting a drop, but on average, only a 2.9 million barrel decline was forecast. In other news, Saudi Arabia announced that it is halting shipments through an important Red Sea waterway as tensions continue to escalate between factions trying to control Yemen. This added further worry that crude supplies from the region may be at risk under potential military conflicts. WTI closed up 76 cents to end at $69.52 a barrel. This is Ryan Sitton, and that's your Energy Minute. Listen to In the Oil Patch Radio and keep up with the oil and gas industry online at shalemag.com. Hi, I'm Kim Pilato, host of In the Oil Patch Radio Show and president of Future of the Region South Texas. And I'd like to encourage you to join me on September 12th through the 14th at the Texas A&M International University in Laredo, Texas at the Student Center, where we will be discussing some of the most important regional topics for South Texas. 
The future of the region includes you. Help support the future of the region by shaping your thoughts with other local experts on innovative solutions to challenging regional issues. Help shape the future of the region by sharing your thoughts with other local experts on innovative solutions to challenging regional issues. We encourage you to join us September 12th through the 14th in beautiful Laredo, Texas at the Texas A&M International University Student Center. To learn more about this amazing organization or to purchase a ticket to attend the event, please visit futureregionstx.org. Again, that's futureregionstx.org. From the industry's toughest frack equipment manufacturer comes the latest innovation in frack sand delivery. Introducing Sandforce, the new frack sand delivery system from Dragon. The unique design, double drop gravity fed discharge system is trailer mounted and unloads the standard 25 tons in less than 12 minutes. So go ahead, give yourself an unfair advantage. Put the power of Sandforce to work for you today. Call 800-231-8198. Again, that number is 800-231-8198 or visit dragonsandforce.com. Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here. Join us for the State of Energy Luncheon. It's going to be August the 29th from 1130 until 1 p.m. at the Solomon Ortiz Center in Corpus Christi. This event will sell out, so log on now and get your tickets at shalemag.com. Welcome to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. I'm your host, Kim Bilotto, and today we have a great uh, person in studio with us today. He's actually Stephen Boyd, who is the Senior Managing Director for Suncoast Resources. Steve, welcome to the show. Is it Steve or Stephen? Either one is fine. Well, welcome to the show, Stephen. Oh, you bet. Thank you very much for inviting me. Well, you know, we wanted to have Suncoast uh, on the radio show because just recently we had your CEO and president, Kathy Laney, uh, on our cover of Shell Magazine. And that was a treat because, first things first, we know that she doesn't do a whole lot of interviews and media, so we felt very uh, privileged to have her come in and talk a little bit about uh, how she built this empire. But first of all, I want to start off with, tell me a little bit about Suncoast Resources. How large is it for uh, our listeners who maybe have not read uh, Shell Magazine and uh, the profile on Kathy Laney? Well, Suncoast Resources um, was founded by Kathy Laney in 1985, 33 years ago. She invested $2,000. And uh, last year, we had revenues in excess of $1.3 billion dollars. So the company uh, was founded in Houston, Texas. Kathy originally is from East Texas, and she worked for a fuel distributor, Jasper Oil Company, up in East Texas, and uh, during a high school work-study program. And they opened an office in Houston and decided to do something a little bit different and close that particular division. And Kathy decided at that point in time, at the age of 23, that she would... Uh, go forth and start a company of her own. So with the modest savings she had, she decided to incorporate, and that's how Suncoast was born. She rented a couple of transport trucks and um, worked pretty much around the clock for several years, developing departments as she went along um, from day to day. And uh, today we have almost 1,600 employees. We have 18 offices. Our headquarters is here in Houston, Texas, 
and we are basically a one-stop energy shop. Yes. When you say one-stop energy shop, I want to kind of cover that because Suncoast is very, very large, and it's an amazing story, and she's an amazing woman. And as a as a woman myself, uh, she is definitely a role model for me. But Suncoast is... is um, it has a lot of different products within it. So tell us a little bit about the product lines that you guys carry. Okay. Well, Suncoast Resources, again, as I indicated before, simply stated is a one-stop energy shop. But we offer and supply high-quality gasolines, diesel fuels, lubricants, transportation services, and all sorts of other related services and programs that the thousands of customers that we serve rely on to keep their businesses running at peak performance and basically keep America running. We supply large railroad transportation companies, the airlines, uh, federal and state agencies. We supply small plumbing houses, construction companies, bakeries. Any company or enterprise that consumes fuel on a daily basis, about 85% of our total sales um, are represented by diesel fuel. Um, That's the you know, working fuel of uh, the commercial industrial sector. So we are very high on uh, supporting our uh, many customers uh, with with high quality products. And as uh, they come to us uh, year after year and ask for specific uh, new products and services, we we develop them. About uh, 15 to 20 years ago, there was an opportunity to get involved in emergency fueling response. And so Kathy Laney and her husband, Kyle, decided to introduce and develop a program of emergency fueling. So over the course of the last 40 major named storms, Suncoast has been called on time and time again to provide the fuel um, and the related uh, products and services required when uh, power is interrupted to the major grids. For example, during Harvey, uh, followed by Irma, and then Maria, Uh, Suncoast provided uh, fuel to contract customers of every size um, to operate generators to keep them going during the the very difficult times. And we're going to get a little bit further into your emergency response later on in the show, but I want to come back to, so um, is this a nationwide chain or are there specific regions in the United States that you guys focus on? Even though we have a national footprint, we're licensed in 39 states across the United States, our roots uh, run deep in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, particularly uh, Houston and 18 other markets where we have offices. Midland, for example, is a huge market for us. We have uh, a large complex there. We have a lot of trucks, a big office facility. A uh, Kathy doesn't like to call it a man camp, but a, a facility where we can accommodate our drivers uh, that make deliveries around the clock. We have offices in Jasper and Corpus Christi. We have a big office in San Antonio. We have a new facility in Pecos that we just uh, purchased in addition to Midland. We're now in Freeport. We're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, actually Grand Prairie. And the list goes on and on and on. So we've located key facilities near high demand centers where our customers require you know, special products and uh, attention to detail where if we only had a facility in Houston, they'd either have to come a long way to uh, to uh, go through our will call services or we'd have to travel a very long distance to support them. 
And so we decided to open up a lot of offices strategically located in Texas, Louisiana, and Oklahoma. But, for example, years ago when Superstorm Sandy hit the Northeast, we were called upon by agencies and companies of every size to go up there, and we had a couple hundred trucks up there for several months supplying the fuel uh, required to heat the uh, um, hotels, hospitals, um, apartment complexes, it's everything, offices, and everything else. So, when we get back, I want to get into your specific job and what is your day like running this amazing company with uh, a husband and a wife team. So, but we do have to take a quick break. You are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show, and we'll be right back. American Wounded Heroes invites you to participate in our 11th Annual Golf Classic on August 6th, hosted at the Dominion Country Club at One Dominion Drive in San Antonio, Texas. The mission of the American Wounded Heroes Golf Classic is to significantly enhance and brighten the lives of our American Wounded Heroes and first responders. So come play some golf with us. You can participate as a golfer or sponsor a hero for $150 per person. Multiple corporate sponsorships are still available, but they're selling out fast. So please visit AmericanWoundedHeroesGolfClassic.com. Again, that's AmericanWoundedHeroesGolfClassic.com for more details. You can also contact J.D. Damien at 210-381-7492. Again, that's 210-381-7492. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oil-filled experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. And we're back. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is Stephen Boyd, who is the Senior Managing Director for Suncoast Resources, Inc. Uh, Stephen, before the break... We were talking about just how really large and dynamic Suncoast Resources as a company is. But I want to get into, uh, first of all, you are the Senior Managing Director. Tell me a little bit about what your day is like and give me some insight into what runs Suncoast Resources in this massive company. Well, Kim, I'm just one uh, player and one member of the team of Suncoast Nation. And we have approximately 1,600 employees. My specific job is to secure and arrange the supply of products located at all the fuel terminals that we lift products from to supply our thousands of customers. So we're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and our customers rely on us for the quality products that are the lifeline for them to keep doing what they do and to keep America running ultimately be it in the agricultural sector, the retail and wholesale manufacturing sector. And so we have developed a line of products um, geared towards making their life a lot easier and uh, developed a company that they can rely on uh, no matter what when other competitors of ours either can't or won't operate around the clock every day of the year with the diverse portfolio of products and services that they require. So in the morning when I get in, the first thing I do is I uh, start reading over the periodicals and, and uh, look at the various forecasts from the um, federal government, from the state government, from the 
Railroad Commission, from the newspaper, from the radio, from television news sources, and from the various contacts that I have. And then I prepare a small blog uh, informing our extensive sales force. We have about 60 uh, field uh, sales representatives currently and all of our significant managers. So they can take a look at what's going on in the state of Texas, in Louisiana, in Oklahoma that's going to affect us, uh, what's going on worldwide um, with the politics and and um, President Trump's musings and how that could possibly uh, impact the price. And then I try to give a forecast every single day on where I think prices are headed in the short term, the intermediate term, and the long term. Um, this business is very exciting because the whole world really does run on oil. Um, and Texas is the biggest player in the production of it. Um, every day, the United States consumes uh, just short of 20 million barrels a day of products derived from, from crude oil, and the world consumes about 100 million barrels a day. So the United States, with roughly 5 or 6% of the U.S. population, consumes 20 to 25% of the total oil, and there's nothing uh, more exciting than being uh, in an industry and working for a company that is on the razor edge of providing those those products. So um, we offer specialized programs like fixed pricing. If we had a customer like a big mining customer or railroad transportation company, we have a price management program. So we can offer a price for diesel fuel, for example, that would not change over a month, a week, you know, a day or two. So someone can budget year. and forecast. That's right. So since prices change every second of every day, and they're posted on the New York Mercantile Exchange, I monitor that throughout the day. And in the event that we have a customer that would like a fixed price, I go ahead and hedge that on the New York Mercantile Exchange, offer that to the customer, and as they lift uh, the products from us at the various terminals, then I unwind that uh, paper hedge, and we both win. So earlier I asked you, tell me a little bit about your background. I mean, obviously you've worked for Suncoast Resources for a very long time, but what is your educational background? Uh, are you a stockbroker or past? I mean, what What is it that makes you an expert in this area? Well, I don't know that I'm necessarily an expert. I mean, I work hard at my job. I graduated from the University of Wisconsin, um, started with Amico Oil in downtown Chicago, worked with them for 10 years in their international headquarters, and then went um, and left worked for an independent refiner in Chicago also, and um, we actually closed that operation down when we lost our line of credit in the 80s, and I came, luckily, to Texas, uh, moved to Houston in 1981. Got here as fast as you could. As fast as I could, and I and uh, I, I don't tell anyone I'm from Wisconsin, but uh, that's <laughs> where I, kind of tell a that's where bit I graduated from, you know, the university there, and I'm proud of that. Um, got my MBA from the University of Houston, and... Um, was recruited out of Texas City Refining, where I worked in Texas City for a number of years by the Coastal Corporation and worked for the Coastal Corporation, which was later bought out by El Paso Corporation and retired from El Paso Corp 15 years ago and have been with, luckily and happily, with Suncoast uh, ever since. Well, it sounds like you're definitely an expert in being around oil and gas for a very, very long time. When we get back from break, I want to get into the emergency services that Suncoast Resources also offers as well. But we do have to take a quick break. You are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show, and we'll be right back. 
Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here. Hey, did you know the Port of Corpus Christi is primed to become the energy port for the United States energy industry? Join us for the State of Energy Luncheon. It's going to be August the 29th from 1130 until 1 p.m. at the Solomon Ortiz Center in Corpus Christi. Come early, network with oil and gas professionals, enjoy a great lunch, hear a real energy discussion from industry professionals. It's August the 29th at 1130 at the Solomon Ortiz Center in Corpus Christi. This event will sell out, so log on now and get your tickets at shalemag.com. Welcome back to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. I'm your host, Kimball Otto, and we have Steve Boyd, the Senior Managing Director of Suncoast Resources, in studio today. And, uh, Steve, before the break, we were talking about a lot of what Suncoast Resources is doing in the oil and gas sector. But I want to switch gears just a little bit and talk about um, your emergency response uh, part of the company. Because uh, if there's one thing that we learned when we interviewed uh Kathy Laney, the, the the president of Suncoast Resources, was how really involved you guys are with this, with being a partner in Texas and probably in the majority of the United States when we have an emergency. So let's back up a little bit and talk about Hurricane Harvey. It hit here in Houston, uh, y'all's hometown. Uh, it hit the coast as well, uh, South Texas. Um, what part? Uh, did Suncoast Resource play in helping Texans deal with this disaster? Well, Suncoast Resources is really the emergency fuel company of distinction, um, earned by responding to over 40 named storms over the last 15 years. So during periods of peril, people have come to rely on Suncoast to provide them the fuel for their generators to get them up and running. Mm-hmm. So when the lights go out and access to the grid is interrupted, obviously hospitals need fuel to keep the lights on, to keep all the equipment running. Senior citizens Senior homes. citizen homes um, require that and did require that, and we responded to uh, uh, several of those. Um, we got calls from uh, a Precinct 1 constable and wanted us to respond to uh, the Jewish... Um, senior living uh, facility in Bel Air, and in spite of the fact that you know the roads were flooded, they needed fuel desperately, and um, we responded and received an accommodation just recently for that. But when Harvey hit, followed by Irma and then Maria, particularly Harvey, of course we were called on by the state of Texas, and we responded by setting up fuel pods located in strategic locations all around the Houston and South Texas area, directed by uh, the governor's office. And we actually embedded our HSE director in the bunker in Austin so that she could uh, keep touch with all the various agencies that need to be part and parcel of the emergency response efforts by the state of Texas. So what we did is we hauled fuel from wherever we could get it to supply customers of every size, contract customers specifically, with the fuel that they needed to keep to keep rolling, be it a retail location, uh, construction operations, uh, the military, the U.S. Coast Guard, all of the various state agencies uh, mm-hmm. that needed fuel for their vehicles, for their generators, 
or equipment um, to respond to folks that were in dire straits, uh, first responders, rescue and recovery uh, personnel and units. So it was uh, very heartwarming for me to be part of the Suncoast team to see Kathy and Kyle Laney basically working around the clock along with a lot of other people in the emergency response uh, fueling team around the clock to respond to Harvey. Kathy and Kyle Laney specifically uh, slept at Suncoast for 58 consecutive days. Um, they manned the storm operations wow. center that we have there. And um, we were in direct contact to the hundreds of drivers, emergency response, hazmat, professional drivers that we have that are actually out in the field responding to the storms. So no sooner were we involved in weeks of uh, fueling uh, customers that, that needed the emergency uh, fuel but then Irma hit in Florida, and we dispatched um, a lot of trucks to Florida, and then followed by Maria when it devastated uh, the Caribbean islands, uh, particularly Puerto Rico uh, and the Virgin Islands and some of the other places. So we sent some of our emergency fueling equipment to Puerto Rico via ship and by military aircraft. In fact, uh, this August it will be one year when we actually when we actually celebrate still being in Puerto Rico, fueling generators for individual people that have um, lost power and still are without power in the mountains, for example. Right. So um, it's very you know, heartwarming to, to uh, participate in providing emergency fueling services to people in need. Well, and I think that we all remember when Hurricane Harvey hit, it came with very little notice. Um, and if you were in its path, um, it was devastating. Um, why I mention that is because I have a home and uh, in Rockport, and we were uh, definitely, uh, we took an 80% loss. So not having access to basic fuel, air condition, it, it was hard. The whole community of, of South Texas, uh, the whole coastal region, Corpus Christi, and was just completely um, uh, wiped out of any kind of basic services. And when you think about it, when you go through that, and it, it, it's those people are going through that and Houston kind of went through a disaster as well when they opened up uh, the, the levees but then you also uh, maybe didn't get affected but you were in San Antonio or somewhere near there and you're having uh, problems at the pump because you can't seem to get access uh, to gasoline in other words the whole entire state I think in many ways went through this disaster together um, and the unsung hero, the untold hero, is a company like, uh, you know, Suncoast Resources that is uh, running on the front lines just like we expect our law enforcement and our uh, emergency responders to be uh, there as Suncoast Resources. And I think it's important for us to tell that story because I don't think that we really, um, as a, a state, understood how devastated it was for many of the residents in Texas besides seeing it on the TV, but you also felt it in the sense that um, you probably were doing without some, you know, some resources yourself. And we saw a lot of people run uh, from other parts of the state to come and try to help, and Suncoast was certainly one of those. When we get back, I want to try to get back on track of where is Suncoast heading to uh, this this great company and uh, try to understand a little bit more about how the leadership and, and yourself, how you guys, what's your day look like? Uh, but we do have to take a quick break. You are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show and we'll be right back.
From the industry's toughest frack equipment manufacturer comes the latest innovation in frack sand delivery. Introducing Sandforce, the new frack sand delivery system from Dragon. The unique design, double drop gravity fed discharge system is trailer mounted and unloads the standard 25 tons in less than 12 minutes. So go ahead, give yourself an unfair advantage. Put the power of Sandforce to work for you today. Call 800-231-8198. Again, that number is 800-231-8198 or visit dragonsandforce.com. The vision of the Women's Energy Network is to be the premier organization that educates, attracts, retains, and develops professional women working across the value chain. Members receive exclusive access to mentoring, job boards, group discussions, member-only networking events, expert speaking engagements, and more. Join today by visiting womensenergynetwork.org slash Houston or call 1-855-390-0650. And we're back. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is Stephen Boyd, who is the Senior Managing Director for Suncoast Resources. Um, Stephen, we've talked a lot about Suncoast, um, your emergency uh, preparation part of uh, Suncoast, as well as how you all help the oil and gas sector as well. But there's something that I want to get into uh, that really... Um, uh, we have a, a husband and wife team that basically own this, you know, enormous company, amazing company, and the employees that are there. It, it almost seems like the the uh, Suncoast Resources team is one big, large family almost. Um, and we've had you guys as partners for many years. So I'd like for you to tell me a little bit about the culture at Suncoast Resources and um, and what is the day and the life of an employee at Suncoast Resources look like? Well, Suncoast Nation, as I refer to Suncoast as, is a family-oriented team of innovative and ingenious professionals. Um, we have people that have been with Kathy Laney for 25, 26, 27, 28 years. So people really love Suncoast and I have drivers. We have 900 hazmat certified professional drivers. Wow. We have almost 900 delivery vehicles in our fleet. Mm -hmm. So we deliver products around the clock every day of the year. I don't necessarily consider myself as working for Suncoast. Uh, I'm very loyal to the company, obviously, but I consider myself working for Kathy Laney directly. I would go through hell and high water for her, and I would never want to let her down. And Kathy and Kyle both put their money where their mouth is. They invest and reinvest millions of dollars in making sure that the assets and the resources that we have, the offices, the bulk plant facilities, the warehouse complexes, the vehicles that our drivers um, operate with around the clock every day of the year, are top-notch. We have great strategic alliances with all of our suppliers. And I can tell you from ExxonMobil and Flint Hills Resources and Motiva Shell and all ConocoPhillips and Phillips 66. And you all have them all. <laughs> all of the rest of them. Um, they just marvel at the enthusiasm and the dynamic uh, interplay between the team members at Suncoast. 
Uh, Suncoast is the finest company that I've ever worked for. I look forward to working every day. Most people do. And the innovation and the ingenuity that this group of family-oriented uh, teammates um, demonstrate on a daily basis is is very heartwarming. When there's a storm that's coming, um, folks sign up to participate in that or to go to Puerto Rico or sign up to drive trucks to the Northeast or when a tornado strikes uh, in the Midwest. Um, we have a long list of people that are willing, ready, and able at a moment's notice to volunteer their time. And then in addition, um, Suncoast uh, supports so many charities and so many agencies. Uh, Kathy Laney sits on the board of uh, Southeast Junior Achievement, and we have um, an extreme loyalty to a elementary school, grade school, in fact, located very close. It's Cashmere Gardens Elementary. And um, I've been teaching there myself, along with a lot of my other teammates, for over a decade to try to teach uh, the young people about entrepreneurial spirit uh, in the face of all odds, for example, even though you're um, born and raised into a poor environment and you think everything is against you, we try to convince them that you can, you know, jump over the roadblock. You can uh, kick it uh, down. Uh, don't sure. uh, accept uh, mediocrity as, as your future. And through education and through the entrepreneurial spirit, all things are possible in America. You know, particularly in the oil patch, uh, since America does run on oil and uh, the Permian Basin, for example, in West Texas is also referred to as Saudi Texas. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many opportunities for great jobs and for making a huge contribution uh, to our economy and to the economy of the United States. Now, I want to ask you something in the last few minutes that we have. What is um, the future for the next five years for Suncoast? Can you share that with us? Have um, have Kathy and Kyle giving you a little bit of information? Where is Suncoast going in the next couple of years? What Kathy has told me is she will do, and Kyle supports this 100%, is do whatever is necessary and is required to support the thousands of customers that have been loyal to Suncoast over the past 33 years. So if we see an opportunity to help someone out and develop a new product line, diversify our programs and services more than what they are now, we're going to go ahead and do that. Suncoast invested heavily in the physical assets and resources and the human assets and resources that we have, but also in the back office and the, uh, in, the in the truck technology um, that, we, that we bring to bear on a daily basis. We have cameras in there for safety. And safety really is job one at Suncoast also. We have electronic logging. We can provide customers with interactive um, data as we start delivering the product. In addition, we bolster the relationship that we have with our thousands of customers by providing over 8,000 above-ground storage tanks to hold the fuel and the lubricants that they require mm -hmm. uh, to keep them running at their own specific yards, all monitored and all dispatched based upon their own special needs. So what I would say is Suncoast is going to continue to grow, continue to expand, uh, continue to open uh, new facilities located near key strategic demand centers where our customers are domiciled to provide them the finest service that they can get uh, in the marketplace. 
Well, that is all the time we have for today, but I do want to say it was such a treat to have you come into studio and talk to me a little bit about this amazing company. Well, you're welcome, Kim. It was it was my pleasure. Thanks again, Stephen, for being a guest on our show today. And congratulations, because you're going to be the topic of today's trivia question. Hey, email the correct answer to this trivia question to radio at shellmag.com. Again, that's radio at shalemag.com. And you'll have a chance to win a $100 gift certificate to Fogo the Chow, an amazing Brazilian steakhouse. Today's trivia question is, what is Steve Boyd's title with Suncoast Resources? Remember to email the correct answer to radio at shellmag.com so you can have a chance to win a $100 gift certificate to Fogo the Chow. The Brazilian Steakhouse. If you are interested in keeping up with In the Oil Patch Radio Show or the latest issue of Shell Magazine, you can do that. It's free. All you have to do is go to www.shellmag.com. Again, that's S H A L E M A G.com and sign up for our free newsletter. That is going to wrap up another great show. We'll see you next week with more exciting news and insightful interviews. Until then, adios. In the Oil Patch is where, together, we explore topics that affect us all in oil, gas, business, and in your community. Every week, your host, Kim Bellotto, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch.